Hello, and welcome to the Table and Well podcast. I'm Tennyson. And I'm Janelle. Thank you for joining us as we discuss topics and give practical tools that help you live, grow, and be in healthy, joy-filled relationships with God, yourself, and others. For more information and resources, or if you're looking for coaching, connection, and community, please visit tableandwellco.com. We hope you enjoy this podcast. Hello and welcome to the Table and Well podcast. This is episode number 37. We are so glad that you're here with us today. And as always, please feel free to download and subscribe to this podcast on your favorite listening platform. I also want to let you know that the registration for our fall session of collabs is now open. Um, Again, our collabs are an eight week relational growth intensive. Again, they're going to be packed with skills and practices that will help you grow more relationally healthy with God, yourself, and others. Um, this is absolutely one of the things that Janelle and I love about Table and Well, and one of the things that we love to do. Um, we've had the privilege to work with about 130 people, and the testimonies of the people that have gone through and come out on the other side have been absolutely fantastic, just how lives have been changed, how um, families have come closer together, how people have been able to just connect better with themselves, with God, and with others and live a more full life. It's been just a blessing to be able to do that. And so we're really excited to be able to bring that to you. So if you have any questions or you need more information, please go to tableandwellcode.com forward slash collabs. Again, that's tableandwellcode.com forward slash collabs. Well, today in this episode of our podcast, we are going to continue our conversation about group identity. Um, Group identity is one of those incredible things it shapes so much of our lives from what we do to what we say, to how we say it, to looks on our face. Um, one of the things that we talked about in the last podcast was those two questions that you're always asking as you walk into any relational situation that who are we and how is it like my people to act today? We're going to continue that conversation and we're going to look at how do we know how it is to act? Where do we look when we forget our group identity? So how do we know where do we get our group identity from? Um, How does that group identity shape our character? A group identity plays such a key role in character development. It is absolutely unbelievable. Um, And then we're also going to talk a little bit about the pre-conscious and the conscious part of that group identity and in the shaping of that character. We're excited to bring you this. So listen in as we continue that conversation on group identity. So how do we change, though? So what what makes the difference if if we realize one that we don't have a group identity mm-hmm. and two that or maybe our group identity that we're with is not healthy mm-hmm. then where do we get our lead from how do we know Man. in a bigger picture how it is like for us to act that's a really good question. Yeah. I think the chosen is actually doing a really yeah. interesting model for us because we didn't get Jesus in the flesh. No. Unfortunately. Um, we, you know, we have to read and try to understand what he was saying. Mm-hmm. But now we have this TV show. It's visual. Yeah. That's putting some flesh and bones back on Jesus for us in this modern day and age. And we're realizing the kindness in his face. Yeah. We're realizing his patience. We're realizing the way that he reacted when people made mistakes Mm -hmm. and 
you know, a lot is so interesting about how much of our behavior has nothing to do with words. And so when we have text to read, historical text to read of how it was like for Jesus to act, Mm -hmm. we're missing all those pieces that they're now bringing back to life. Yeah. And so how is it like for our people to act when people walk away? Right. You know, Jesus, Jesus didn't like, there's no record of Jesus saying like, oh, and the story that they tell with Mary and Chosen mm-hmm. and the fact that she left yeah, after coming to Jesus, she left. And, you know, it doesn't say anywhere in text, you know, Mary left and Jesus was saying, oh, she missed it, you know, right. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. And the way that the Chosen brings it, brings it to us is that there's all these unspokens mm-hmm. of how was Jesus when she left? How was, yeah. how were the disciples when she left? Yeah. You know, what were the, what was their attitude like? There was anxiousness and anxiety and worry and fear and disappointment and all the things that we never often as humans translate into actual verbal words. And even what was their demeanor and actions and facial expressions when she came back? Right. You know, it was, there were some that were like, Hey, everybody makes mistakes. Everybody has these issues and problems and troubles. And every other, other people were like, but she left. Mm-hmm. How could she leave? Mm-hmm. There's no way I would never leave. Why mm-hmm. would she do that? You know? And so it's that, that ebb and flow of creating. And and honestly, what they're doing, I was thinking about this as you were talking, they are, you're watching them create a group identity. Yeah, absolutely. And, and especially with Jesus as the helm of it. Yeah. Cause they're trying to figure it out. You know, some, yeah. some, some are like super compassionate and full of grace and understanding. And then other ones are like, dummy. Right. Right. And, and there's a kind of like this conflict of, I think we should act this way. And I think we should act this way, not being stated, Mm -hmm. but just being behaved. And then Jesus walks into the scene and he reacts toward Mary and it resets, it resets the whole thing. Cause they're like, Oh, that's how we're supposed to react. Yeah. That's how it's like for us to act when, when someone walks away and and comes back. I think one of the disciples even said when they were having that argument, um, they said, "Well, Jesus is okay. Yeah, that he's not upset. Right. So why are you upset? Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And so go back to the conversation where we were talking about moms and dads and mm-hmm. kids. Yeah. Right. And again, we can see it so clearly in in a family dynamic because you have adults and you have children and it's like adults should know better. Kids don't know. We're teaching them. Mm -hmm. So we can say like, hey, mom and dad are okay. Like if there is an accident or some sort of traumatic event, the parent works often works hard to create peace and calm. Yeah. And, you know, just create a scene of it's okay Mm -hmm. because they want the child to know that it's okay. And. But then we get into this adult realm and we forget that we're still moms and dads. Yeah. Like you and I, we're still moms and dads. Our kids are adults. But now our role is to be a mom and a dad in the community. Yeah. And to still behave in that role of there's younger people than us that are looking around and asking the question, who am I and how is it like for me to act? Yes. So why is this all important? Well, it's just that. Yeah. Because it is a question we're always asking. And Mm -hmm. if there's not people who are within our group, if there's not people that we belong to, then we have no one to understand that question with. Yeah. Or to answer the question. Because nobody's walking around saying, so, uh, hey, Tennyson, nice (laughs) to meet you. How is it like for me to act? Like, Right. uh, Right? Yeah. It's all at a subconscious level. 
And so it is happening whether we want it to or not. And it's important because without it, we don't fully understand who we are. Yes. And we could say, well, you need to spend more time with Jesus then to figure out who you are. You need to spend more time with the Father to get your identity. And those are all true statements. Very valid. However. However. He designed us to live in community. Mm -hmm. He designed us to live in relationship. Mm -hmm. And our experiences dictate what we believe and who we are. Yes. And how we and end how up we acting. Act. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so as we, as we're going through all of that, and I don't want to go too deep into this part of it, but all of that also, that group identity affects, we talk about who we are, but there's another word that we, that goes along with that really well. Mm-hmm. And we always say, well, what kind of character do they have? Right. Because who we are and how we act is our character. Yes is our character. Mm -hmm. When someone thinks of my name, they think of characteristics Mm -hmm. that, that are my identity. Yes. I don't, I don't tell them that Mm -hmm. I don't say, Hey, I am trustworthy. I have integrity. Nice to meet you. Hi, I'm Janelle. I'm trustworthy and I have integrity. Yes. You know, that's determined by what my character is, which is who I am like, whether mm-hmm. someone's watching or not. Right. It's not, character is not who you are when everybody's watching. Character is who you are when they're yeah. not. Yes. And people pick up on that. Always. And yeah, always, always, always. And even deeper than that, I think sometimes we, character isn't what you do mm-hmm. per se. It is what you do. Right. There, there is that, but it's really that first thought you have or that initial reaction. Yeah. To situations. In those situations. Yeah. And again, yeah. which goes back to the question that's always being asked, mm-hmm. who are my people and how is it like for us to act mm-hmm. in this situation? Right. Yeah. And so group identity shapes that part of our life. It does. It does. Okay. So if this conversation is built on a working understanding that who we belong to mm-hmm. forms our identity. Yes. And the understanding of what it is like for our people to act mm-hmm. and acting could be a lot of different things. It could be, how is it like for our people to think in this situation? Yes. What it is like for our people to feel in this situation? Mm-hmm. How is it like for our people to respond in this situation? Mm-hmm. Maybe not even physically by doing, but physically by what does our body language yeah, say? What do our faces say in right. these situations? Mm-hmm. What is the atmosphere, the energy in the room that we're creating, mean, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you've been in groups of people where there's a feeling and not a word is being spoken and not an action is being taken, but there's a, there there's is a, a dynamic that's going on that there's behavior yep. that's happening. So that's when a, we talk about how is like for our people to act, all that plays in. Yeah. It's, there's a commonality in all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so acting isn't just taking action because taking action actually is, is kind of that bridge between that pre-conscious thought and the conscious thought Mm -hmm. of willpower and where willpower comes into play of, I may have a pre-conscious thought Mm -hmm. to do as my people have done. Yeah. You know, let's say I come from trauma Mm -hmm. and I come from a, from an unstable home and the reactions that my people did. We're not healthy. So, and I can feel that rising in me Mm -hmm. and I have an opportunity to shift that between that moment of, 
this is how I want to react. I can feel this subconscious desire to react this way, to think this way, to have this thought, to have this feeling. And then there's a shift that happens between the two that then is actually action. The real growth comes between, I think, those two spaces. And the real shifting of our of our legacies and our families comes in that space between how it is like for my people to act mm-hmm. and making sure and in the beginning years of our lives, we don't have a choice of who those people right. are, right? Yeah, right. So part of our growth is beginning as we grow up and become adults is to begin to choose better so <laughs> that we're not having this constant fight, right? Well, yeah, and that and I think also too, that's where willpower comes in too, because it's the 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 conscious decision to put yourself in different situations or to mm-hmm. put yourself in different groups of people or right. the conscious decision that okay, this is something that is that I'm seeing in me that I don't like part of my character. And right. so the willpower mm-hmm. comes in that says, okay, so what I'm gonna do then is in these situations this is you basically it, it's where it's where you make the plan it's where you strategize mm. and then you begin then you can have the willpower then the willpower kicks in all right i'm going to make different decisions so when these things happen right and that's why this conversation is so important yeah. about group identity and understanding the power that it has in our lives the influence that it has mm-hmm. in our lives is that when we find ourselves making a sub preconscious decisions and we're reacting in ways that we find that we're realizing, ugh, I don't like that about myself. Yeah. One of the first questions to ask is where's this coming from? Mm -hmm. Yep. Where, where did I get the thought to react in anger like that? Yeah. Where did I get that? This instant reaction to the situation that may be negative. Where's that coming from? Why do I suddenly dislike people who aren't like me? Where is that messaging Mm -hmm. coming from? You know, we talk about racial reconciliation and we Mm, want it to be this conscious thought and it doesn't happen at a conscious level. It becomes, it's a pre-conscious thing, but there is this opportunity to begin to shift one, both in the people that we choose to be with Mm -hmm. and two in that moment between when it shifts from being a pre-conscious reaction to what am I actually going to do with this thought, feeling, uh, desire that I have within me. Yeah. And, and we talk a lot about this, no better, do, do better. better piece. Right. And we've talked about like, that doesn't work and it doesn't work on its own. It doesn't work on its own, No, but, but that, it does come into play yeah. right about here. Yeah. Well, it's interesting though, because that, that really is our, you know, kind of the mantra whenever we want to make changes, like try harder, Mm -hmm. do better. Mm -hmm. You can't change your uh, pre-conscious thought in the middle of whatever the thing is. Right. Right. It's like we used to say all the time with, 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 when we were youth pastors or with our kids, it's like, you have to make the decision before you get into the situation Mm -hmm. of what you're going to do. What lines are you going to cross? Where are you not going to go? That type of thing. Because now it's a pre-conscious decision. Right or preconscious reaction mm-hmm. to that situation because you have. Right. I'm, I've already decided that I'm not a person who will. Correct. X. Right. Or, so yes, yes. I've already thought this through one, because I come from a people who, mm-hmm. who don't do that. Right. But two, I've decided for myself that I also don't do that, that I want to identify with the group that has decided that that's important. Yes. And this is where being a teenager gets so messy <laughs> because we end up in this situation where we're not quite sure anymore. Yeah. 
if one, if I know who in the heck I am as right. a teenager, mm-hmm. and two, that group identity means everything it to does. me. It does. Means it's, everything to me. It means absolutely everything. Mm-hmm. It's that same conversation we've always had. If your friends jumped off a bridge, would you do it? As a teenager, yeah. 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 You well, probably if he did it and she did it and he did it. Yeah. Yeah, because I want to belong to them. I would rather not lose my belonging. Mm-hmm. I, like mm-hmm. almost like I value my belonging more than I value my life. Absolutely. You've been listening to the Table and Well podcast. New episodes stream every Tuesday. Please subscribe on your favorite streaming service.